Hello everybody and welcome to today's show. This is the second instalment of Rob and Justin Take Their Picks. Justin joins me again as we take a look at our picks for the Golden Globe Awards, which are coming out on Sunday. So let's see who wins and here are mine and Justin's picks. Hope you enjoy. So Justin, are you ready to take our picks for the Golden Globes? I am so ready for it. Uh, you know, it's award season and I can feel it in the air. Lovely, lovely. Right, shall we start with best motion picture drama first? Let's do it. What are the nominees? The nominees are The Father, Mank, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. Okay, well, I haven't seen The Father... So I can't really, you know, pick, but from what I have seen and what I do like, um, I'd probably have to go with Mank on this one. I really enjoyed Mank as a drama this year and, and the performances and, the, you know, the set and the writing and all that was really well done. So I'm going to go with Mank. I have seen Mank and it was one of my favorite films of 2020. But looking at these nominees... I'm going to go with Nomadland because I've heard really big praise about it and it is a film I'd love to watch when I get around to it. So with Nomadland, I really enjoyed it, but the thing is it's it's cinematography, directing, and acting is all really good, you know? But it's not, to me, it's like a, it's like, um, a documentary-style film, whereas Mink is a bigger production and really, really feels like a whole film overall. Whereas Nomadland just had really good parts to it and pieces to make it a good film. Um, Mank overall, to me, it was like a, a big production. I'm surprised you didn't choose uh, Chicago The Trial 7. Yeah, I would. But I'm a little bit worried that these awards have something against Netflix films. So, uh, musical or comedy is next. Would you be honored to read the nominations out? For Best Motion Picture, Musical or Comedy, we have Borat, Subsequent Film, Movie Film. We have Hamilton, Music, Palm Springs, and The Prom. Right, I am going to go with Palm Springs. This is tough. Um, I've never even heard of Music. Um, after looking it up, it's a Sia-directed movie, which she's a artist, a singer. And I believe it has Kate Hudson in it who's she shaved her head. <laughs> so I'm really interested to see it. But since I haven't seen that, I have to cross that one out immediately. Um, I do love, uh, you know, musicals over here at worth of view movies. Um, but the prom didn't really hit as much as it should. So I got to X that out. Um, and if Hamilton isn't considered a true movie, we got to X that out. So it's between Palm Springs and Borat. And because of, uh, how new and different Palm Springs felt to me, I'm going to pick Palm Springs. All right, we've got a match, and that's... <laughs> yeah. It is close, though, because Borat's subsequent movie film is pretty funny, and I laughed a lot. Um, but Palm Springs just came in over the summer, I believe, and really held on for, for the rest of the year. So that's a really strong movie. Definitely. It is a really good film. <clears throat> 
All right. But it just kind of felt like a modern Groundhog Day, and that's what made it work. Yeah, yeah. To to do something that we've kind of seen before, but elevated onto a higher platform, even even in my opinion, like a better platform uh, than than the Groundhog Day, is pretty good. And Annie Sandberg is a delight in that movie, as as is uh, Christina Milioti and J.K. Simmons. Definitely right. So it's the best drama actor now. Best drama actor. And the nominees are Riz Ahmed for The Sound of Metal, Chad, Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins, The Father, Gary Oldman Mank. Uh, can you say this one? Because I'm having trouble pronouncing his name. Tahar Rahim. Tahar Rahim. The more... Mauritanian. Mauritanian. Yes. Um, so, you go first. I saw the Mauritanian, and I really enjoyed Tahar Rahim's performance. I'm really surprised that he got nominated because this is the first real nomination that I've seen for him, as far as like all the other awards that have happened already. Um, and I haven't seen The Father, so Anthony Hopkins being up here. I mean, it's no, of course, if Anthony Hopkins is in a movie in a year, he's definitely up for an award. So this is no surprise. Um, I believe that the best performance of the year was Riz Ahmed in Sound of Metal, but I'm giving this to Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom because I he's he just did so much for Defy Bloods and Ma Rainey's this year that I believe that he deserves. I'm going to agree with you there and say Chadwick Boseman because like I, when I first watched Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, I looked at his performance and thinking he obviously he, the film came out after, after he passed away and you could tell from that film he wasn't like he was ill and you could tell that he would put every last strength into one perfect performance before he went and it was just phenomenal so Chadwick Boseman is my pick yeah I mean it was really really phenomenal and have to have that be like the last you know main movie that we get to see him in it's it's a really good one to go out on Aren't you disappointed that Dowry Lindo is not nominated? Uh, 100%. Because had he been here, I would have put... I would have chose him to win, unfortunately, for Chadwick, just because I thought Delroy really elevated that performance, and he's so solid in everything that he does that I it could have been like a career Oscar for Delroy, you know, or, or a Golden Globe for Delroy. So we'll see what the Oscars has to say, because even the SAG nominations didn't put Delroy in there either. I don't, I don't get awards sometimes. And that's <laughs> yeah. to the uh, drama actresses. Uh, would you like to read these out? Sure. We have Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Andra Day for The United States versus Billie Holiday, Vanessa Kirby, Pieces of a Woman, Frances McDormand for Nomadland, and Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. Viola Davis in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom was absolutely fantastic, and I loved every second of her performance. Vanessa Kirby was the best part about Pieces of a Woman. I really want to see Promising Young Woman because of Carrie Mulligan, but I am going to give it to one of my favourite actresses, Frances McDormand. <laughs> yes, she is one of your favourites. And she's fantastic in Nomadland. Uh, her and Viola Davis are shoe-ins for Oscars for sure. These other three positions really have been you know, floating around. Um, 
I really like Carrie Mulligan and Promising Young Woman. And but you're right, Vanessa Kirby is the only good thing that's really good for pieces of a woman. And but the performance that really, really shocked me overall was Andra Day for the United States versus Billie Holiday. So I'm going to give that Golden Globe to her. I don't see her getting an Oscar nom. I hope she does. But since this is the nomination that she's been given, I really want her to to win it because she really engulfed Billie Holiday's character, and it really made me feel like a um, uh, walk the line style of engulfment and engagement in a character to really bring out, you know, a performance of somebody we already know and to make it look and feel so real. So Andrew Day for the United States versus Billy Holiday comes out February 26th on Hulu. Nice. I will check that out. Uh, next is a uh, actor musical or comedy. Since I read an actor last time, do you want to read this one out? Sure. We have Sasha Baron Cohen for Borat's subsequent movie film, James Corden for The Prom, Lin-Manuel Miranda for Hamilton, Dev Patel for The Personal History of David Copperfield, and Andy Samberg for Palm Springs. Right, I'm going to sound really biased on this, but I'm going to straight up say this because I love this man's work, Andy Samberg, as Niles for Palm Springs. <clears throat> I love him in Brooklyn. And his performance in Palm Springs was kind of like Jake Peralta, but in a time-bending universe, and it was hilarious. Yeah, um, I, I'm already asking James Corden out because <laughs> I just I'm not a fan of his, and I didn't think he deserved this um, at all. Lin Manuel Miranda again. This movie, you know, movie musical is. Um, you know, this was his baby, so of course he should be good in it. Um, I think the two best performances here is Deb Patel and Andy Samberg, but I'm going with you and going with Andy Samberg for best actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Because Sasha Baron Cohen's already won a Golden Globe for Borat, so it's only fair to give it to somebody else as well. But yeah, I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see him win for the same character, but it's it's just... The the acting that Dev and Andy gave in these movies is far beyond what Sasha Baron Cohen did for Borat. It's 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 just like Lin Manuel Miranda. It's like it's it's their right hand. They know it so well and they can do it so well. It's just like it's not even acting anymore, you know. Whereas Andy Samberg and Dev Patel really gave some good performances in those movies. See, I tried to watch the David Copperfield film. I thought he was good in it. It was just the rest of the cast just kind of felt a bit off. Tilda Swinton? <laughs> I don't really love Tilda Swinton, but that was not a, a good role for her. Yeah, and he, Larry, I know. It's interesting. It was an interesting movie. Um, but I can see, I see why he was nominated. It's it a good performance. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to read out the actress ones now? Hit it! Right, so we have Maria Balaklova for Borat movie film, Kate Hudson for music, Michelle Pfeiffer for the French exit, and Rosamund Pike, I care a lot, and also Anya Taylor-Joy for Emma. Well, I've only seen two of these movies. French exit isn't even out yet, and I believe I care a lot comes out this month, and then music also comes out this month. Um, so I, I, I don't have a lot to say here, but I am going to give it to Maria Bakalova for a subsequent movie film because I truly enjoyed her performance. I mean, she really 
engulfed a character and had her own kind of character arc and we all saw it and we saw her grow as well and i just thought she gave a hell of a performance for a comedic uh actress very nice very nice she was good in that film however because i'm really loving this actress at the moment i'm gonna have to give it to andrew taylor joy i would love to see emma purely because she's in it i think she's a fantastic actress and she needs some praise so she can help rise to the top and it's actually a really good movie. It's a lot of fun. I mean, it came out before the pandemic, and and, it, and it's still sticking around. You know, like this is this is a one that really carries. Uh, I enjoyed the movie more than I enjoyed her in it, but she is great in it. You know, I liked all the other characters and the costume and the production design, but she's fantastic, and she is having a great moment at the moment. Nice. So, best supporting performance in a motion picture, best. Supporting actor. The nominees are Sasha Baron Cohen for The Trial of the Chicago 7, Daniel Kalula, Judas and the Black Messiah, Jared Leto, The Little Things, Bill Murray on the Rocks, and Leslie Odom Jr. One Night in Miami. You want to go first? Yes. I've not seen this film yet, but he is one of my all time favorite actors. I'm going to have to give it to Daniel. Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, he's phenomenal in Judas and the Black Messiah. Really, really good performance. I don't know why Jared Leto's nominated for The Little Things. <laughs> and Bill Murray from The Rocks. I mean, he was just himself, so I don't see why he got nominated for that. And Sasha Baron Cohen definitely gave a great performance for um, The Trial of the Chicago 7. It's not Borat. He actually you know, had to act in this. Um, but Leslie Odom Jr. transformed into Sam Cooke, no doubt. So I'm giving it to Leslie Odom Jr. And that's my pick for the Oscars as well. I think he deserves it. He's so damn good in that movie. And his his hit when he's singing the song on the TV and we see his vulnerability and hear it in his voice, it was just so powerful. One of my favorite performances of, uh, of this 2020-2021 year. I think he was the best uh, performer in One Night in Miami as well, so I'm glad to see him get a nomination. Definitely. He deserves it. Yeah. Would you like to read out Best Supporting Actress? Here we go. Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy, Olivia Coleman for The Father, Jodie Foster for The Mauritanian, Amanda Seyfried for Mank, and Helena Zangle for News of the World. Okay, I haven't seen The Father. I've said that before, so I, I can't pick Olivia Coleman. Um, and I don't think that they gave enough to Amanda Seyfried to have her even be nominated in this category. I know she's getting a lot of praise, but I just don't agree with it. So I'm taking her out. Um, uh, Jodie Foster is great in the Mauritanian, but it wasn't an elevated performance. Nothing like even Helena Zangle did in News of the World. She's the young girl. After we watched that movie, even my mom... I watched it with my mom and, and Monet, and we were like, she was so good. You couldn't take your eyes off her. She's a delight, and she'll be around for a while. But my favorite performance by a supporting actress is Glenn Close in The Hillbilly Elegy as Mama. She's so great. I mean, she – I have heard in in, in uh, interviews that this is some people's lives, you know, the redneck, the, you know, kind of living. This is exactly how they lived, and that's exactly how their grandmother would act. So – I have to give it to Glenn Close. Plus, she hasn't had her due yet, and she deserves an Oscar. 
Glenn Close was the best thing about Hillbilly Algae, but I'm really sorry, Justin. You're going for Amanda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I'm, I'm in the minority on this. I don't get it, but what did you like so much from her? Just her presence. Like, even when she's in it for, like, 15 minutes. Just that scene where they're in the, in the hall. I mean, Gary Oldman and Charles Dance are the stars of that scene, but just her appearing in that soldier outfit was just awesome. She's like a Marilyn Monroe, you know? She's like a Sharon Tate, you know, um, Margot Robbie in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You know, she's she's great in her stuff, and there's a reason why she's in there, but is it, like, award quality? I don't know. Um, but, uh, no, I know. You're you're right for choosing that. She will be up for Best a- a Supporting Actress for an Oscar, so, I mean, you, it's smart of you to think that way. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, best director. This is my favorite category. All right. Emerald Fennell, Promising Young Woman. David Fincher, Mank. Regina King, One Night in Miami. Aaron Sorkin, The Trial of the Chicago 7. And Chloe Zhao, Nomadland. Is that how you pronounce her name? Chloe Zhao. Zhao. That's easy yeah, to pronounce. Three women. Three women. And then the other two probably already nominated before. This is interesting. Um, you want to you hit it? Wanna yes. Go? I am going to give it to a future Marvel director. I'm going to give it to Chloe Zhao. Oh, she's, what is she going to do? Eternals with uh, Richard Madden. Oh, nice, nice, nice. She's a front runner for sure. And like I said earlier with, you know, when we talked about Best Picture for it, um, it's the directing and cinematography, which she also was, and she just kills it. Um, but my favorite was Regina King for One Night Miami. I, you know, I had said it earlier when we did your the Fleming Awards. Um, I what she gave, what she was able to do to give get the performances out of her actors makes her a stellar, a stellar, stellar director. Um, and to come in and have this be your first you know, feature film directorial debut and crush it like this. I got to give it to Regina. Nice. Very nice. I like how we both chose women though. That's great. Well, I feel like there's not much recognition for female directors. Totally. And I feel like, well, only one female directors won an Oscar. So I feel like there needs to be a second one. Now it's, it's time, definitely. It's time, definitely. So, best screenplay is next. Do you want All to right. out? Yeah, sure. We have Emerald Fennell for A Promising Young Woman, Jack Fincher for Mank, Aaron Sorkin, The Child of Chicago 7, Florian Zeller and Christopher Hampton for The Father, and Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. This one's tough for me. Um, I haven't seen The Father. And No Man Land, I believe, was a little bit more improvised and stuff. Um, Mank, obviously, about uh, Hollywood. I got to love that. And Aaron Sorkin really created this this whole reimagination of, the, of what happened, you know, in the past. But uh, just for this here, I'm giving it to Emerald Fennel for Promising Young Woman. Um, I really enjoyed the way that the movie played out and the script and the dialogue was all really, really smart and well done. 
I really enjoyed it. Uh, and and to be up against these like powerhouses is is pretty spectacular. So we know that she's done something right. Definitely, I'm gonna give it to Aaron. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't give the director to him too. <laughs> Well, I think he's a better writer than director. He's new to directing. He's he's a master of writing. Just yeah. give him more time for directing, and who knows, maybe he might win one for directing one day. It's a solid screenplay for him, and I, he'll be up for an Oscar for sure. Maybe even win it for adapted screenplay. Definitely. Right, uh, best original score, which I believe is your favorite category. Oh, my gosh, don't you know it. Uh, would you like to read them out? We have Alexandre Desplat for The Midnight Sky, Ludwig Goransson for Tenet, James Newton Howard for News of the World, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross for Mank, also Trent Reznor and Atticus, Atticus Ross for Soul. Um, <laughs> to go first. Yeah, actually, um, now that I've seen I've seen all these movies, but now that I've seen News of the World, one thing that really stood out to me was the score. You know, Tenants also stood out to me, and of course, you know, Soul because of Atticus um, and Trent. But uh, News of the World was really surprising. I, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with James Newton Howard for News of the World. It really set a tone for the whole movie, and it and it just worked for me. Right. I'm going to actually go with uh, Trent Reznor and Atticus Roth, not for Mank, but for Soul. But for Soul, yeah. If if they don't get a double nomination, they'll for sure get a Soul nomination, and they're going to win it. I mean, that was just what they what they were. That movie elevated a lot because of the music. Right. Uh, this is going to be a really hard one to do next. It's best original song. Yeah, these ones out. Fight sure. you by by D. Mile Her and Tiara Thompson, Judas and the Black Messiah. Hear my voice, Celeste and Daniel Pemberton, The Trial of the Chicago Seven. Low I see. E O C I see. It's in Spanish. E O C I C is yes. So, ah, thank you for correcting me. I O C Laura. Paul Cine and Diane Warren, Life Ahead. Speak Now, Sam Ashworth and Leslie Odom Jr., One Night in Miami. Tigress and Tweed, Andre Day and Raphael Sahid, The United States versus Billy Holiday. That's a mouthful. (laughs) I'm really sorry about mispronouncing names. No, names are so hard. I mean... I I don't I think yeah Pasini I have no idea <laughs> I think you did great. Um, what do you think? I'm gonna have to go with hear my voice. <sighs> yeah, I don't really remember that song too much. Fight for You was really good in Judas and the Black Messiah. How come they never nominate metal songs? That would just be perfect. <laughs> Um, because of, ooh, this is hard. Leslie Ono, man, Andrew Day. Uh, because of her voice and what she did for Andrew, for Billy Holiday, I'm going to say Tigers in the Tweed, the United States versus Billy Holiday. Nice. Nice. I feel like, 
I feel like you with score. I think this is the hard one because I do have a very wide music taste and some of these original songs are not ones I'm going to put on Spotify every day. No, but I, I'm actually, I want to go back and listen to that Hear My Voice one because um, that's the one I don't remember as much. But uh, yeah, I love I love the the song ones because like really anybody could be nominated. Like, like um, Lady Gaga. She won best, you know, song. So she has an Oscar now. Eminem. Eminem's won an Oscar. And Eminem, yeah. And um, Three Six Mafia <laughs> for for Hustle and Flow. <laughs> right, best animated feature. The Croods, uh, New Age, Onward, Over the Moon, Soul, Wolfwalkers. I love all these picks. I think all of these movies are deserved to be in there. Um, my favorite movie was Onward of, of these five, but I think the best animated movie was probably Soul. Wolfwalkers is really close second because, um, you know, did you see it yet? Yes, I did. Yeah. I did see that. That was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. How the it's old school animation. You can still see like the stenciling and stuff, and I really enjoyed that. Uh, but it's soul beats it out just just barely because of of everything: the production, the music, the voice acting. It really all worked. And you know my you know what my pick's gonna be. Crudes? No, soul. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not seeing any of the crude films. Actually, I will. No, I will. I will check them out. I actually enjoyed the second one just as much as the first. Really, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Right, the next, the last one of the film one is best foreign language feature. All right, here we go for best foreign language film. We have another round from Denmark, La Llorona from Guatemala and France. We have The Life of Head from Italy, Minari from USA, and Two of Us from France. I have seen all of these movies. Um, another round. I mean, does it count if I say Minari? <laughs> um, I best foreign language film to me is Another Round. I really enjoyed Another Round with Mads Mikkelsen. Really, really fun movie. Um, it's about being drunk and being a teacher. Um, because you know, back in the day, like war heroes and super smart, you know, Benjamin Franklin were all like super drunk when they, you know, invented and created things. So they feel like maybe it'll help them teach better. It was just a fun movie. That another round does sound quite fun to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Minari just because I like Korean films. I really want to watch it. It's a fantastic movie. It will be up for probably best picture overall. Um, but, um, you know, it is a, a U.S. movie, so it's not foreign to me. <laughs> right. Uh, before we move on to TV, shall we just quickly go through our picks for the film ones? Let's do it. So drama, I chose Nomadland. Uh, and I chose Mank. For music and comedy, we both chose Palm Springs. Palm Springs. For best uh, drama actor, we chose Chadwick. Chadwick Boseman. And I chose the actress Frances McDormand. Who did you choose? Andra Day. Andra Day, that was it. I think we both picked uh, Andy Samberg on musical or comedy actor. We did. 
I chose Anya Taylor-Joy for actress. And mine was Maria Bakalova. Who was yours for best supporting actor? Leslie Odom Jr. Of course it was. I chose Daniel Kalula. <laughs> for best supporting actress, I have Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy. And for best supporting actress, I have Amanda Seyfried. Sorry, Justin. No, no. I don't apologize to me. All right, and for best director, you chose Chloe Zhao. And I chose Regina King for One Night in Miami. The screenplay, I chose Aaron Sorkin for Trial of the Chicago 7. Very smart. And I chose Emerald Fennel for Promising Young Woman. The best original saw, I picked Soul. And I picked News of the World. The best original song, Hear, Hear My Voice. Tigress and Tweed from the United States versus Billie Holiday. Animated feature, Soul. Soul. For the me. Best foreign language feature, Minari. And another round for me. Right. Another round, bartender. I think that's... How many matches have we got for that one? Three? Three. That's a, that's a good number. That's a good number. Right. Let's go on to TV. So, do you want to read out a best television series drama? Here we go. From Netflix, we have The Crown. Uh, on HBO, we have Lovecraft Country. On Disney, we have The Mandalorian. Netflix, again, two two more Netflix, Ozark and Ratchet. I'm going to pick The Mandalorian. Oh, my. It's the only one I've seen. <laughs> and I truly, like, if it's if you get me into something and want to see it weekly, that means it's, to me, a good show. And The Mandalorian's a great show. It is, isn't it? Uh, musical or comedy, we have Emily in Paris, The Flight Attendant, The, the Great, Shit's Creek, and Ted's Lasso. What are you going to pick? Emily in Paris, because my mum said it was good. Yeah, my girlfriend loves it. Um, she also loved The Great. I've heard really good things about Ted Lasso, but I think Shit's Creek is having its year, so I'm going to give it to Shit's Creek. Nice. All right, uh, best uh, actor drama. Jason Bateman for Ozark, Joss O'Connell, The Crown, Bob Odenkirk, Better Call Saul, Al Pacino, Hunters, Matthew Reese, uh, Perry Mason. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We have some heavy hitters. Al Pacino, huh? Well, um, because I've heard he does a really great job, I'm going with Jason Bateman for Ozark. I'm going to go with Al Pacino for Hunters. <laughs> yeah, because why not? Yeah, because <laughs> why not? Right. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go with the actresses for drama? Here we go: Olivia Coleman in The Crown, Jodie Comer in Killing Eve, Emma Corrin in The Crown, Laura Linney Ozark, and Sarah Paulson for Ratchet. It's hard between Olivia and Jodie. I've seen bits of both shows. But I'm going to be fair and give it to Jodie because I've seen her in Killing Eve, but I've not seen Olivia Coleman in the Crown. So Jodie Karma for Killing Eve. Well, we have seen her in the Crown in the Favorite, so yes, we <laughs> have. Gonna, we have. I'm going to give it to Olivia Coleman because I know she probably kills it just as much as she did in that movie. Oh, definitely, she does kill it in that film. Uh, right. Uh, I'm going to do the musical comedy actor, Don Cheadle, Black Monday, 
Nicholas Holt, the great, Eugene Levy, Ships Creek, Jason Sudis, Ted Lasso, and Rami Joseph Rami. Jason Sudeikis, yeah. Um, this is interesting. Uh, I like Nicholas Holt a lot. I'm going to have to give it to Don Cheadle, though, for Black Monday. I think he's an underrated actor, and I, I know that that show's still around because because he's in it. Yeah, Don I'm going to give it to Rami Yosef because I know he, I've heard Rami is a good show. Yeah, and I believe he won last year, too, so he's still killing it. Yeah, so, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I thought I'd go with him because he won last year, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don Cheadle, though, I really like him as an actor. Uh, for best supporting, or so for best performance by an actress in a musical or comedy TV series, we have Lily Collins for Emily in Paris, Kaylee Kyoko for The Flight Attendant, Elle Fanning for The Great, Jane Levy from Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, and Catherine O'Hara Schitt's Creek. I'm uh, go. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Give it to Lily. I like Lily Collins a lot, but I love Catherine O'Hara, so she gets it from me for Shit's Creek. I'm really happy for her. She deserves it. Yeah. Yeah, although Lily Collins is starting to get big, and that's what I like about Lily Collins. Yeah. And, um, you know, I heard my girlfriend laughing a lot, so I'm, I think she's probably funny in it as well. <laughs> right. Best performance in a miniseries or television film. Brian Cranston, Your Honor, Jeff Daniels, The Comey Rule, She Grant, The Undoing, Ethan Hawke, The Good Lord Bird, Mark Ruffalo, I Know This Much Is True. I Know This Much Is True. These are fantastic actors here. Um, but my favorite, because I haven't seen any of these, has got to be Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. I'm going to give it to my fellow Brit, She Grant. I almost chose him because it's the Nicole Kidman show on HBO, and I love love me some Nicole Kidman. But I do hear Brian Cranston's really good in your honor. Yeah, uh, best best actress. Um, here we go: Kate Blanch- Blanchett for Mrs. America, Daisy Edgar Jones for Normal People, Shira Haas for Unorthodox, Nicole Kidman for The Undoing, and Anya Taylor Joy for The Queen's Gambit. I can't go against Nicole Kidman, so I'm picking her for the undoing. <laughs> I know who you're going to pick. I've just finished recently The Queen's Gambit, so I am going to give it to Anya. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, if she I mean, does sweep up these two awards, I will be so happy. I think she may get it for The Queen's Gambit because everyone is just raving about her. She's definitely more talked about than the other four ladies. Definitely, definitely. Right, best supporting actor in a series, mini-series, or television. I'm surprised that they're just done like in one category when there's loads of good performances out there. Yeah, well, this is how they break it up, and then they put them together for, you know, Oscar stuff. Yeah. Uh, do you want to read out the best supporting actors? In, in a television supporting role? Uh Yes. Okay, so John Boyega and Small Axe, Brendan Gleeson, The Comey Rule, Daniel Levy, Schitt's Creek, Jim Parsons in Hollywood, Donald Sutherland in The Undoing. Um, okay, so I saw Small Axe and I've seen Hollywood. Um, 
That's tough. Are you going to go? <laughs> I think I might know who you're going. I don't know. I'm going to give it. <laughs> Re- okay. Jim Parsons in Hollywood was really damn good. So I'm going to give it to him. I would love to see Brendan Gleeson as Donald Trump, but I am going to give it to John Boyega. Yeah, I almost said that too. He's really good in Red, White, and Blue. But I got to give it to Jim Parsons because he was in like all 10 episodes or whatever and it was just amazing. Yeah. So I'll read out Best Supporting Actress, Gillian Anderson, The Crown, Helena Bonham Carter, The Crown, Julia Garner, Ozark, Annie Murphy, Shits Creek, and Cynthia Nixon, Ratchet. Do you know, is Gillian Anderson the, is she play the uh, Thatcher? Yeah, she plays Thatcher. Okay, I'm picking her because I've heard it's just phenomenal. Yeah, I'm going to give it to Gillian as well. Nice. Yeah. I love Helena, but Me too. I think Gillian kind of sounds more like the star of the crown than Helena does. Definitely. Right. And finally, best miniseries or TV film? Normal People, The Queen's Gambit, The Small Axe, The Undoing, Unorthodox. It's it's a shame for The Queen's Gambit to be in here because I bet it would have won had it not been for how amazing Small Axe was. I got to give it to Small Axe. You know what? After just thinking about it, you're right. I will give it to Small Axe. Five amazing movies. And for some of them to even be considered best picture for for critics and stuff is is damn impressive. So, yeah, Small Axe was a feat, and it should. I wish he would have broke it up so he could have been given more credit and due for directing for motion picture. Um, but uh, yeah, Small Axe. What was your favorite film in Small Axe? Um, probably Mangrove. Yeah, that was mine too. I didn't mind Alex Weedle that much either. I, I, I actually liked that. But um, yeah, Mangrove. I know Lover's Rock was like, you know, cinematically f- impressive, but it was like kind of boring. You know, we were just watching a party. <laughs> yeah. I thought education ended on a, like a solid. Definitely. What a way to go out. They bookended it really well. Right, uh, so shall we read these out one last time? Here we go. Drama The Mandalorian. Yes, yes, me too. Musical or comedy Emily in Paris. And I chose Shits Creek. But drama actor, I chose Al Pacino. And I chose Jason Bateman. Actress, I chose Jodie Comer. And I chose Olivia Coleman. For comedy actor, I chose Rami Yosef. And I chose Mr. Don Cheadle. For actress, I chose Lily Collins. And I threw in Miss Catherine O'Hara. For miniseries, I chose Hugh Grant. Um, miniseries, I chose Mark Ruffalo. For actress, I chose Anya Taylor-Joy. Can't go against Nicole Kidman, so I chose her. Supporting actor, Dave, to Johnny Boy, John Boyega. Yeah, very close. I almost chose him, but I gave it to Jim Parsons for Hollywood. The supporting actress, I gave it to Gillian Anderson for playing. As did I. Yes, Margaret Thatcher. 
I still need to see the Meryl Streep one. Oh, Iron Lady. Very, very good. And I think we both have the same one for the TV movie miniseries, uh, Small Axe. Small Axe! Yeah. Yep. So it kind of feels like since we both seen Small Axe, we kind of know what we want in TV shows. More movie like. <laughs> and that's what I like about The Mandalorian. Like, Disney Plus really makes their shows cinematic. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. Have you been watching WandaVision? Yes, I'm hoping that is on there uh, next uh, year. I'm hoping at least Elizabeth Olsen gets a nomination. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, um, Paul Bettany is really good as well. He is. He is good in that. He is good. Right. I think we're going to have to end it there, Justin. Thank you very much for coming. What an episode. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I love, you know, I love awards. So this is, this is so great. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what the, uh, the results are later this month. Yes, definitely. And we'll have to uh, discuss it. Uh, I think the next one we'll do is the Critics' Choice Awards. All right. I'm into it. Uh, Awesome. Awesome. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks a lot. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, Justin, for appearing on today's show. I'd like to announce that as of now, Justin is the co-host of the Fleming Film Show, so he'll be joining me every week so we can discuss movies. Thank you very much to Sean, Ben, and the Coventry Filmmakers for supporting the patron, and thank you guys for listening so much. It's been a blast. Join us next time when me, Justin, and Philippe Daldado will be discussing Back to the Future. Bye-bye.